Welcome, guys, to the Urban Crossfire Podcast. Uh, this is the 13th, 14th installment of the podcast, and today I got my co-host here, Zion. So, what's yes, up, bro? Yes, yes, yes. And your uh, host, uh, Chingy. So, uh, yeah. I heard uh, Zion wants to give us some uh, topics that he wants to talk about. And, uh, yeah. All right, man. So, today, Jorge wanted to start off talking about antiques, so... Um, I'm, I'm trying to scroll through Twitter and find something that's relevant to antiques, but I'm pretty sure we can find something that's a, a little more niche on Reddit. Oh, yeah. So here I am. I heard you uh, bought yourself a little little box of antique. I didn't really see the, the descriptions on it. What does it say? Yeah, it's like uh, these two antique uh, cigar boxes. Mm. Yeah, it was... Uh, basically for the storage of the greenery and the herb and uh it said it's called like Excalibur it's pretty cool mm. but it's like some vintage uh cigar boxes that's good that's good yeah I went to like an antique mall and dude the shit that I found there was crazy there's some oh, yeah? dope stuff there they had like bamboo trees and Hmm. Was it expensive? Yeah, I mean, a lot of antiques are, like, really expensive. Hmm. But, like, with antique malls, they have, like, each booth has a dealer, so... Oh, let's yeah. Let's say that um, I want to get a percentage off. They can literally call up the guy and ask if it's okay, and Duke could literally say yes, I could get, like, 70% off. Oh, yeah. All really depends on the item. Where, which which antique, store, antique store did y'all go to? I think it was in like Fox. It was Foxes something. I, I told my girlfriend I had to look it up. And is it far from here? Yeah, I mean it was near where Cindy used to live. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know where she nah. lived. She lived in uh, Lawrenceville, so it's not that far. Oh, from here. yeah. Because I wanted to get an antique booth. Oh, for real? Yeah. Wow. I want to I mean, see what I can like sell and stuff. Yeah. Kind of uh, cool. There's a lot of places that like uh, buy from dealers and. Yeah. I want to do that because I heard it's not the rent to be a dealer is not that expensive. Yeah, I don't so think I can so. just put shit there and I don't got to be there you and I can sell something there. while I'm not there, you know, and can pick up like the money. Mm-hmm. You see any topics all that are on Twitter? No, nah, but this lady said paid off my car. And my credit score dropped 35 points laughing my ass off. Love this very <laughs> real system. We base our entire lives on. And the person under that said, yes, credit scores reflect the willingness of leaders to lend you money so they can tra- change you, charge you interest on it. They are not interested in someone with lots of money who pays off all his cards at the end of the month and pays all his bills on time. This type of financial responsible and wealthy person is in no use to the leaders as they cannot make any money from him. He will not, therefore, have a good credit score. Many leaders, especially mortgage lenders, for look for people that pay their bills on time and never miss payments. These people tend to have a decent credit score as well. The reason that banks look to have the loan taken by people who are going to make payments on time is because the interest is already part of the loan. In fact, most of the time, when people default on a loan, the banks end up ends up losing money, mostly because the loan was given to buy something and the thing does not sell for as much as auction. 
Hmm. So yeah, they they give you money to buy a car and they come and they take it. And then they put it on auction. They can literally like I I actually heard a story recently of this lady who bought like a whole house. Mm-hmm. For thirty five bucks. Oh yeah, I heard those around. Yeah. You could just uh you can check in the state or some shit. You can check like if someone ha- hasn't paid their property taxes and take their whole fucking house. <laughs> and now they're paying you rent. Bruh. Oh no. There's actually, a lot of loopholes. Bro, there's so many hedge funds and like not hedge funds, but basically hedge funds like uh places with a lot of money just buying up property. Mhm. I feel like there was a lot of foreclosures oh, because no, of COVID. Sure. Yeah. So then a lot of people are starting to buy up all that shit up. Yeah, and they can't wait for this moratorium to end so they can just go ahead and throw all those people out their houses and put those houses on the market. That's why so many people think there's going to be a housing market crash because so many people can't, like, afford to buy a home. So, mm. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that don't know how to buy a home, but there's a lot of people realizing the government has already, like, made incentives for you to buy a home. It's just, they don't really tell anyone about it. Like, stuff that you should have learned in school, or at least in the later half of school, you should have learned, mm-hmm. you will never learn. And it's really on to your parents to know or someone to tell you for you to be able to just participate in the whole system that is made for you to win, but also teaches you to look for traps. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's probably a word that's better than traps, but... So many people live their whole lives. Like, it's crazy what um, that Proctor guy said in that video I showed you the other day. Where he's like, there's a lot of people who are alive, but aren't living. Dude, that's exactly right. Yeah, he's like... Oh, I don't think I'm living, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's so weird. Because it's like, yeah, I, I eat and poop and sleep and work. What else is there to do? so sad because then he, he goes on and says like yeah sheep live that way like, who the fuck <laughs> well because it's, you're no different than basically yeah. oh you know do the same thing yeah, basically growing hair to cut off and put on a fucking coat like you're not really doing shit i mean oh, God. even like when you think about it it's like everyone almost everybody works in the service industry right like no one really works in like private like the private sector is completely off-grid bro like you have to know like it's the real skill in almost every um, form of, like, productivity mm-hmm. is networking. Oh, yeah. Like, knowing the right person to do the right thing or knowing the person to get somebody else to do the right thing mm-hmm. is always, like, the highest skill to have. Yeah. And that's why it's, like, the private sector, all the jobs that you want, you have to get through LinkedIn or have to actually go to these conventions and talk to people. I feel like a lot of people got to, like, if you got a skill, you should know, find ways that you can utilize the skill by yourself and not necessarily having, like, a whole business providing you it. Yeah. Kind of. It's like, like the coders and Mm -hmm. stuff. A lot of them try to find jobs, but I'm like, I mean, first you got to kind of develop some experience, which you've started, but it's like... I mean, why don't you try to do your own projects? See how, how it goes if you can solve your own problems about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that's why the teaching industry is so big right now. There's so many people who, like, genuinely do not want to work a job, and they find it way easier to do, like, a 12-part course that they pre-filmed and just sell it. They're courses, or they're all right. Would you ever do a course? No, I've bought courses. 
You ever try to, you, um, would you try to do one in the future? Like, teach one? Yeah, like, do yeah. a film it and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's really simple, actually. What would you teach? What do you feel? I feel like I could teach anything. You think so? I genuinely think I have the kind of power to teach whatever I want. But I just don't. Because I have, I have, like, this kind of willingness to, like, tell people about stuff. Mm-hmm. And always in school, like, when it came up to, like, literature or even debate, I was just very willing. So I, I think that if there are something that I think that people should know, mm-hmm. I think I could draw something up to teach it. Mm-hmm. I just have to... I could, I'm not... I don't... I don't think at the level that I'm at right now, I'm as disciplined as I can be. So it's not really one of those things where I can drop everything right now and just start teaching something. But I feel like if I had enough time to, and I need the audience, I could, I could teach it. Mm. Yeah. I feel... What you should be teaching maybe is like the Forex thing. Yeah. Probably, probably like one of those first ones you teach. The it's dude kind of blowing my blowing my mind, honestly, the way that I've been doing this. Like damn, bro. Yeah, just had the funds, man. That's what I keep looking at. And I'm like, yo, people just that buy like high fashion, you guys <laughs> You guys get under my skin so much. Like the fact that I could look up on Grail an eight hundred dollar shirt. And then right, you know, I, it was one of the funniest things to do because I went on Grail and I was like, okay, how, how ridiculous is this, man? And I have an example here. So there's a Marilyn Manson t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's many people that are familiar with the design, but there's a Marilyn Manson t-shirt where the design is like him front facing. He's like having his face up to the camera and it's a green design like this one right here band tee sold for 38 dollars right that exact design i scroll down scroll down i don't know if it's still up but it was basically a posting of that last design that i showed you Mm -hmm. but for literally like 300 to 400 dollars all because the framing on the shirt was different like how big the so, picture was on the shirt was different. I don't know. That's like the vintage industry, isn't it? Yeah. Dude. I mean, I don't care if the shirt was made in two thousand two. <laughs> you can't charge me half my fucking rent for a t shirt, bro. <laughs> not when I can buy the You ever shirt. sold the t shirt? Not for that much. I, mean, oh. I, I used to be I used to be into reselling. Uh huh. I, I did sell my um off white Air Max ninety fives for like Oh, I remember those. Like eight hundred bucks. How did you get those? I got them when they came out for the the price. One like a raffle or something? No, it was just, just on the sneakers app. I didn't even. And you know, just bro, you didn't even bro, know that 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 shit was know, hype. I didn't know it was hype. Oh, so I, <laughs> I, I I knew about off white. You used to play soccer in those shits, dudes. I, used, I I I knew about off white, right? Uh huh. And I bought them, and I was like, oh yeah, this is cool, and it's cheap too. Right, right. Because for normally for off white, I went to the, the mall today. And they had, like, some um, archive store in there. And their really? off-white in there was, like, literally 400 bucks. Like, this shit... He used to print on Gildan t-shirts. Like, oh, yeah. And he, and Virgil? he was selling shirts for $400. He, I think he's one of the biggest pioneers about the hype. Yes. Thing, because he knew he wasn't hiding it. 
Virgil no. wasn't hiding it, and, and he was just. Yeah. The thing that was so crazy was about it because he made people realize that it wasn't like this wasn't like a thirteen man team. He he literally just made something and drove it into a wall. And on the other side of that wall was the Kool Aid Man, and several other high priest children who were ready just to take whatever <laughs> came through that door. Remember when um, the NMDs were popular? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Adidas. Oh, my God, dude. I like those shoes. Like, I remember putting them on, but now nobody gives a fuck about those shoes. Those shoes used to go for hella. I know. Like, like, I remember Hypebeast and Sneakerheads on YouTube loved those shoes so much. There was this one dude who only bought NMD Adidas. For real? And that was, like, his whole brand on YouTube. Oh, shit. And he had, like, a a whole truck. He he basically resold them. Damn pretty cool but as a business model man <laughs> it gets so frustrating sometimes because I, I was trying to look up Arterix or uh, I don't really know how to pronounce her name I'm probably butchering it but it's this like hiking brand and like this is like one of their vintage um, jackets 50 bucks alright pretty, pretty good so I'm like yeah that's pretty good but normally, you know how much they charge? How much? For a windbreaker, bro. How much? A windbreaker. $500. 500 for a windbreaker? $500. For like the same brand? Yes. Damn. It's sold by them. They charge $500. But. Now it's it went down or some shit? 50 no. bucks? I don't know. I think that's just vintage and by the seller. They're, they're choosing to sell it for that much. Because, I mean, if you look up them by name on Braille. You'll find listings of $850 at the Gore-Tex Shit. Uh, 126 for a hat. For a hat. Dude, I might have passed those in Goodwill. And I was just like, nah. dollars for this, this windbreaker right here. Doesn't even display the logo. Shit. That's a nice windbreaker. It's a, it's nice. But for $700? Honestly, honestly. Like, look at this bag. This bag is pretty cool. Like, these Arturian and stuff, like. 450 all right, they're expensive, but it's like, let's compare this to fast fashion to like maybe that tea that's like how much $800 or some shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what yeah. What would you rather buy? What would last? You know, I mean, because if I bought that tea and I've used it the exact time, like I started it the exact time, you know, that Adidas hoodie that I showed you that mm-hmm. me and um, Jakar were talking about, yeah. that shit looks like brand new still to this day. I think it's this. No, that's not that one. But um, I feel like, all right, if that fast fashion had that same type of exact quality, I s- probably still don't know about that $800, but it's like, all right, they at least try to strive to some something new. Like, yeah. if the shirt was hemp, like, all right, but... I, uh, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But no, nah, they're just gilding t-shirts, or they're just old. Yeah, I mean... You know what I'm saying? Dude, I definitely think that you can find some vintage t-shirts that are amazing in quality and worth the price, but them, that hiking brand, they make a lot of really, really good quality stuff. And they, uh, they make stuff that lasts a long time. So, I mean, I understand... If, like I want that windbreaker to last for yeah. like years, decades. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And with t-shirts, you gotta really know how to wash them in order to make them keep their. That t-shirt's like gonna that. be hard yeah. to fucking keep. With that, it's literally waterproof, stain proof. It's mm-hmm. wear tested. 
mm-hmm. you can take it out to the mountains. <laughs> Literally. So, I mean, it's it's good to buy, and I mean, you can only expect it to be that much, because there's a lot of labor, and it's ethically made, so. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, you just wouldn't catch me on Grail looking to pay that much for a windbreaker, because I don't go hiking like that. <laughs> and that's, that's the crazy part about it, because I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers don't go hiking and nothing and none of that shit. They just want it. Yeah, they just want to wear it for that shit, dude. Yeah, there's people who just wear it because it looks cool. And I mean, I completely fuck with that. And do what you will with your money, but it's like, damn, rolling at a fucking restaurant with my family. <laughs> And a kid who's scamming is, like, flexing his Adidas big stars <laughs> and shit. Or, like, some fucking gold necklaces are just putting hundreds of dollars on his wrists and arms. I'm like, So Yo, dumb, bro. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like this shit is a, a pay-to-win game if you think about it, bro. That's what it's just starting to look like. Nah, I see. I see. It's making it. It's a little video game to me, man. Yeah, man. Just gotta put in the work. You just gotta right. know where to put in the work, cause you could be picking apples forever, my nigga. Honestly, you really could. And then yeah, you could be fucking around in one street over. This dude's just. I'm gonna show you how to scam Indian people, and he's making like a hundred fifty thousand dollars a day. Yeah, I've heard like um that Vice they did a little documentary. Yeah. Of this dude scamming, he was like, I'm just do this for a little while, and then I'm out. Well, I'm like, I don't know, man. I just... Stop, bro. I know, yeah. Because how they spend the money. And they don't put it in, like... See, that, and that's the thing that's so crazy about it, because, like, when it comes from scamming and swiping... Swiping is kind of like an outdated method now. I don't know from experience, but apparently it is. But essentially what they'll do is they'll get blank cards, copy someone's bank info on it and just swipe it and take their money out i know so i mean they don't have to put this money in a bank they could literally just harbor it and if they don't buy anything with that card they'll never be caught yeah i mean maybe like triangulate the the positions of the uh, that's so much a lot of motherfuckers that are scamming are dumb as fuck and they yeah. put that shit out there they do oh but my it's like, what can, see i mean that's another thing because i mean what can someone do with your face what do you mean? Like, unless they know where you live or what state you're in, how can I they mean, find they'll know. Exactly. The government cooperates with fucking Instagram. Like, you know, they can get... If, if the government your, wants mo- something, bro, yeah. they can easily... Yeah. They, they can will, even get, like, photos They can easily get yeah, somebody so I mean, because... If they, if they want to. And if, if they, they want, know, yeah. But that's the thing. If you don't create a fucking YouTube, Instagram, Facebook... And you're literally just walking around, no face, just yeah, swiping money out of ATMs. How can they catch you? They, I mean, I don't know. And literally, but, I feel like there's a 16-year-old, 15-year-old who sits in a room and thinks about it. He's like, yo. I'm going to start. Honestly, like, what's the I'm point start of working scamming. <laughs> I mean, I understand, but it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm just chasing the money too much for that. I'm like, yeah. where the fuck am I? What the fuck am I doing? Like, I don't feel like I'm doing something that I would even want. That. I'm, I'm really just chasing the money. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, if, you know, if you know what to Because I've seen a kid on TikTok who does scam. He, he, like, exposes scammers and shit. But he's like, yeah, I put my profits into StockX. I'm like, you're literally stealing people's... You're a pirate, my nigga. You are a pirate. And you're just making money illegally and legally? How does that work? 
I don't know, man. This man is the switch on the train. But to me, it's like, I there's like so many ways to make money legally, too. Yeah. There's like a shit ton of fucking ways nice. that just Google it and you will see like 200 different types of ways. Yeah. I mean, like, you just got to put a little bit more work in it and just be consistent when you're not motivated. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just, I feel like how it is, man. I feel like if I was consistent, I would have been having thousands of listings already. Yeah. Easily selling shit. And that's the same thing with me at Forex. It's like, when I look at it, bro. <laughs> dude, you I have a, do. you got a talent for that shit because you know you. how to do it. Dude, You're like. pay account when I first opened. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm going to flip this account. Come back two weeks later, it's up $35,000. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, if I would have started with actually 10 grand. Two I have 30, dude. Dude, have you have more than what I made in the no, entire time working I, 10 I fucking hours, bro. Yeah. You would have just boom. Imagine forty. This was most motherfuckers at a college degree making a whole fucking year, bro. If you're like good with your fucking money, you can literally just not work for a whole year, basically. Bro, this dude is explaining um like um trust funds and uh EFTs. Yeah. Or ETFs. I I don't know. NFTs. No, it's like the thing in the ETFs. ETFs, basically. Yeah, it's like an index fund, low key. So let's say you put. Because they said it basically gets an average return. And they said if you have $400,000 and you put $400,000 in an EFT, you're making like forty grand a year. So you could literally save up forty grand, no, $400,000, put it in there, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. I know. That's like with the dividends. That's basically like a dividend. They're giving you between dividends. Like I was looking at um McDonald's. I mean, shit, it's like a $200 worth of a stock, but they will basically pay you 20 bucks per per year if you can just calculate that shit imagine like 200 times 10 is fucking two grand Mm -hmm. and then you just put that shit so you're getting you're getting 20 bucks per stock so how much is that like you're getting 10 stocks well how much you how much you getting 10 stocks my brain is not working right now oh when you buy like 200 dollars worth yeah how much with 2000 2000 if each stock costs 200 yeah yeah yeah, like 10 10 so you get 10. like two four seven, ten. you get like 200 bucks you get like 200 bucks for every two thousand like you get like a hundred dollars for every thousand but that shit compounds bro yeah it really does that really dude imagine you put a million dollars on yeah, that mcdonald's I, I stock imagine you take 400 grand to sit it in there and then come back four years later now you have ninety four thousand ninety five thousand dollars that you didn't have to work for at all dude like a imagine million? like it's literally like if your parents are filthy rich bro Mm-hmm. And they have that kind of money to, like, invest in your future. The idea that you could be, like, just not giving a fuck about anything. <laughs> just, like, living your life just on a fast train to nowhere, like. Well, you, you'd be making, like, a hundred grand every year if you just, like, fuck it. I'm going to put it, like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know how to use this money. Let me just, some guy told me to put it into a dividend stock. I'm just going to put it in McDonald's because I fucking love eating there. And then it's like, so he's like, all right, I'm just going to live off of this million dollars. And then tax season comes up like, sir, you got to pay some fucking shit. I'm like, why? I've already paid those million dollar tax. He was like, no, your dividends. You made a hundred grand this year. What the fuck? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I don't think they tax you on it unless you pull it out. No, dividends, they do tax you on that shit. Oh, okay. they, they, oh, yeah, they would tax you on that shit. Yeah. 
yeah i think they'll yeah they'll tax you on that shit but it's um i think it's a a long-term investment so only they're not taxing you like the peak tight cap um hike tax on that stock so but it's dude you can farms who only pay like 35 dollars a year on their property taxes it depends on where you live at i think like yeah. those mobile homes you ain't really paying that much fucking you know taxes on that shit so that's what i'm saying bro once i get my first kid it's gonna either be like a duplex or like a mobile home yeah definitely definitely I fuck. I'm gonna be stupid if I buy a whole fucking house. Like, bro, what? Wait, so you're, you're telling me I can't move this? <laughs> no, sir, you cannot move like, your house, bro. What are you talking about? That house is just gonna become a liability, dude. Yeah, it's a okay. house can really become a liability. That's all I like yeah, about ha- house hacking shit. Yeah, I mean, I, at some point, I would like to build my own house. Yeah. So you like? Yeah. But you gotta like um. I think Start building up something first in the beginning, you know? Yeah. And then once you're good, you're like, all right, I'm going to buy I'm going to go buy my own thing. I'm going to save like four grand and just start wholesaling real estate. Yeah. I'll, yeah, I looked at that. Dude, because I've been thinking about this triangle in my mind mm-hmm. of me like doing Forex, real estate, and a clothing line. That would be nice, bro. And like in the clothing line, I do like design and video editing. That's why we got to start on that. Hey, guys. A little, little, little clothing line coming out. Like the idea be... of that is it's so hot because I'm like, bro, let's say we make four grand off a drop. Then we, play, we pay like the down payment on a fucking house. And now we're making like $1,000 a month with that house. And then we do another drop, do another house. And then put the profits from real estate into Forex. And then make like two, three grand a day. Oh, shit. Yo, we could be paying for the best quality clothes. And no one would be like... (laughs) They'll just be up for it. And they'll just pay whatever. Oh, yeah. I've I've definitely thought... Like, our clothes gotta be something, bro. You know, like... I feel like it's gotta have some type of... Some type of good quality on it. I mean, I know in the beginning it's good with um just the graphic stuff. Yeah. But like have the graphics, but then later on have like that good quality clothing that's Dude, like, oh, I actually like, this shit actually feels good, guys. How it goes too is like it can only get better once you start. Oh yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where I'm like. Dude, you can sell it everywhere, dude. Anywhere, fucking anywhere. Like, have you seen these YouTubers with, um, they got their own, like, the, the Danny Duncan guy, he's got his own merch in Zoomies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Was like, bruh. Like virginity thing? Yeah, virginity rocks. Yeah. yeah. That guy's hilarious. Dude, I can only imagine how much he makes a year just off of his merch shit, because that's all he promotes. He makes hella. Because he's not getting that much off of YouTube, I doubt, because of the type of content that he's pushing out. Oh, yeah, you be doing crazy shit. On yeah, <laughs> shit's like 30 cents per thousand fucking views. <laughs> I feel like it hasn't always been that way, but yeah, YouTube is a lot more tame now. Nah, nah he probably gets like, he, he, I probably, I think he hits almost a million bucks just off of YouTube videos a year. So that could probably fund a bunch of his like fucking blowing up cars and stuff. <laughs> and then his merch is just like damn not a fucking money because he, he's got a, he's got a whole farm in florida oh, really? and he's got a, like a whole fucking mansion in in cali like that guy just like he did um he did a video where he did like a road trip from florida all the way to california what the fuck he, like, he hitchhiked he hitchhiked 
So you were just like posting on his like Instagram, like, oh, somebody can pick me up, you know? Yeah. That shit's fucking awesome. I would like to do that. I would love to fucking do that. There's a lot that I'd like to do, bro. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of it just costs money. I know, man. Everything just costs money, huh? You can't really do anything with something not costing money. Or, like, or at least, it's like you can like, do you it without money, but it's like. free trial or 14 day free trial. <laughs> like, unless you can pick up a $100,000 business in, in seven days. You're gonna have to pay us $14 a month, bucko. Oh, and even, my God. even when you start, like, let's say you start a Shopify, right? Right. You're paying that $14 a month. But if you actually want to start a Shopify, like, start start a Shopify, bro, you're gonna be paying like $97 <laughs> or $100. Like, especially if you're going with funnels. Uh, bro, like, the most cheapest way to fucking start a, a Shopify is uh, influencer marketing. Yes, I actually know this app where you can kind of like not pay too much on influencers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they like come to you too. Yeah, it's it's a good. I like that. Definitely yeah. have that on our stuff and too, too to have that and um, and that's why it's like important to build like some sort of like theme page, mm-hmm. especially like with fashion and stuff because you have yeah. people to like feel like this is what they should be wearing. Exactly. Yeah, I was um, I still gotta see that um YouTube video where that um these people, this um woman, she has a lot of uh background in marketing, mm-hmm. and she helped out this like random person to create his own her own brand, and she was kind of creative. She made like videos for it and stuff, and they yeah. promoted it through TikTok, and mm-hmm. they were making pretty good for the first drop, Dude, bro. And that's why I'm saying. And they were doing print on it, man. I follow these people on instagram and tiktok just to peep their vibe just to see like what people like the most like i follow this girl who basically wears the same clothes every day somehow she has ten thousand followers and the majority of her commentary relies on architecture and design and she has like one of the most minimalistic kind of styles then you go to her website and she was selling a t-shirt that she made or just like a regular shirt and i'm about to show you how much it sold for hold on so let me click it oh she it was only one uh no it wasn't only one i think she made a couple of them. but it sold for 130 bucks damn bro handmade man you can really charge anything there's this other guy that i uh follow his name's like four uh hold on but he basically makes like knitted shirts with designs on them. Mm-hmm. And his should be going crazy. I looked at this other guy on Instagram. He um he does that handmade tie-dye design type mm-hmm. shit. Like no, he uses um bleach and then like kind of paints or some shit. I don't oh, really? know. Yeah, like, it's it's kind of like that. But he uses bleach mostly to like he did like one of Kobe and stuff. Oh. And he'd be like, yeah, he does um so he like does like specific designs with bleach. Yeah, I guess. Shirts. So how the fuck? So I like that guy. He he charges a good amount for each shirt, but it's 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 all right. I'll... Yeah. At that time, if you're just doing handmade, it's like, well, how much do you think your time costs? You yeah, know exactly, exactly. So especially if you're making like different sizes and you keep the design the same, it's. Dude, I wish if I I wish I just had like a. A born talent to just to draw, bro. I would love just, like 
put shit together. I would love to be oh, yeah. someone, like was really good at crafts. Yeah. But that's a whole that's like, like some people can just like pick up a pencil and like draw some shit that like somebody would definitely fucking buy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's people who do it all the time, fucking tattoo artists. Oh tattoo dude. Tattoo artists would be like tattooing would be kinda cool. Yeah. Because like you can really charge almost anything. If you're a good tattoo uh, artist and like um like um my manager when I used to work at that fast food joint she was like, oh, I know this guy that would charge, like, 800 bucks, and he would, like, tattoo shit for you, like, for every day. Like, not not, not every day, like, the whole day. Oh. So, like, whatever you want. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. But, like, how big are the tattoos? I'm like, how detailed can they be? I don't know, but it's whatever you want. Like, that whole day, you know? <laughs> Someone be like, yep, bro. He's like, okay, I want I want to pay my rent. <laughs> like, I want to pay my rent. I'm just gonna say I would tattoo whatever you fucking want for a whole day, and I would charge like eight hundred to a thousand bucks. And then he gets like ninety day listings. Like, <laughs> Hold the fuck up! How much would that be, bro? You can literally buck up, buck up, like ninety days. I'd be like, dude, that's that's every more. Day for three months, every day for three months. I mean, dude, you would definitely, definitely. Um, Your hand would be dude, in so much pain. But, like, imagine the practice on that shit. Hell Anything. Yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, By your creativity it, is just fucking... By the end of it, you have $72,000. By the end of it, you have $72,000, and then now you can charge more? Oh, yeah. Because you've done 90 mm. different fucking different people, and just word of mouth helps you out. And then, that's just... Now you're going to charge $2,000 every fucking day. <laughs> like, for a whole day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would be so dope. That would be crazy. Just that, passively making... Dude, money. that's an amazing business strategy. And you get to somebody just wants to fucking, like... Create. Exactly. If somebody really wants to, like, flex their creativity and wants to grow fast, I feel like that would be an amazing way. But yeah, your hand is going to be all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> after the ni- after the fucking 90 days or some God, shit. God, what the fuck happened to my pinky, bro? <laughs> Gotta draw this dinosaur, nigga. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Yo, please. <laughs> this is a functional business now, man. You gotta pay taxes. Shit. Where you at with my eight hundred dollars a day? <laughs> oh yeah, the government gonna try to get their cut off of that. Oh. Bro, that's like the one thing that like makes me shy away from just making a lot of money. Yeah. Why? I, I I've had that situation too. Why? But do it's you just want- like my money yeah but i feel like it's just um fuck it man i mean you really can't get out of it i mean you kind of loopholes but you really can never really get out of that shit the government's gonna want their fucking money they're gonna want their cut (laughs) and that's the thing like they'll come after you for something that they never taught you how to earn exactly like imagine like (laughs) if you think about what this shit is like imagine if a nigga showed up on a bike every year it's like, yo, where's my two fifty? <laughs> like for what? <laughs> Honestly, what? What are you? What are you talking about, bro? You made two hundred thousand dollars this year. Where's my two hundred five thousand? <laughs> <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, no, nah, man. You've been dodging taxes for the past three years, bro. He just knows everything about you. You owe me. I got it all written down in this coral piece of paper. Right. (laughs) 
That's scary, though. That really is, How man. They can lock That's you auditing. Up. That's auditing right Bro, there. That's what it's called. It, when you look at the whole code book, they never mention that. Because they, they basically say, um, you and uh-huh. the car that you drive, the car that you drive is basically a ship. Right. <laughs> and the, the, <laughs> the work that you do is a business under the United States of America. So bootlegging, scamming, all that shit, they can't really lock you up for not paying your taxes yeah because it's not really a business so they have to make it against the law (laughs) i don't know man this i mean regardless it's stealing and i'm probably not saying exactly what i want to say right now but sleeping joe gonna want his cut man did you hear did you hear oh i remember when like trump and like joe were like debating and then and then Trump was like, you know who the big man is? And then he was like pointing at Joe because I guess I guess they caught this conversation of Joe um, saying that like like his kids saying that Joe Biden always wants his cut mm-hmm. because, you know, I don't know. These his kids were doing some fishy stuff and they were like, nah, the big man's going to want his cut, though, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that shit was crazy how that like came out. This man still became president. Like it was all facts, no cap. And. There's people who will still, like, if you throw any criticism at Kamala Harris or Joe Biden, they, they automatically assume you're a Trump supporter. Oh, yeah. That's so That's weird. how politicized the fucking everything is. You either, you're either this side or fucking this side. And when I say they, I mean people who want to be politically correct, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. but don't know how to have that discourse. Like, mm. they, they're more likely to run to an article or, like, a paper that was written five years ago to like prove their theories like a lot of people just don't they don't understand their shit in practice and they don't want to smell their own shit when it comes down to it like every day all day i could be like yeah some attributes of communism some attributes of capitalism regardless of the fact democracy leads to tyranny like i can't i can't really think of it if if you we're placating around the fact that not only are we advocating for this and wanting it and it's a public need and a public option would probably be the best idea. You still have the people that we voted for and we put into office, the same people that we were completely okay with calling them a lesser evil of two evils, and then like defend them when they get into office and they do shit that we don't like. It doesn't make sense to me. And that's why like when I didn't vote, mm-hmm. I had so many people down my neck like, yo, why aren't you voting? Like, what if Trump wins? <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, what? It's like, yo, none of you wanted Biden either. Or Kamala Harris. So, I, did, I did not want Biden, bro. I'm going to be honest. Wh- what do you look like voting? <laughs> Just being okay with what they chose for you, not what yeah. you voted for. Like, come on. What are the primaries, bro? We literally just watch niggas argue. Dude, Trump didn't have... N- nobody went against Trump, didn't they? No one. <laughs> like, Trump nobody. was the Republican Party, wasn't he it? He was the whole party. <laughs> What the fuck? The social, the social elite were just like, yo, we have to push dem- Democrats this year. We cannot <laughs> go back to Republican. So they were like, no. Nobody else but Trump. Only Trump. He's public enemy number one. We're gonna vote. We're gonna... We're gonna... We're gonna... We're gonna we're gonna just make him enemy every day, Bruh. bro. I'll be it, man. He said some stupid shit though. Trump was stupid, but I don't know. I kind of I wanted like Tulsi Gabbard to be president. Yes, that's who I wanted. Andrew Yang or Bernie Sanders. Andrew Yang was I kind of like 
I kind of liked him at the end. I feel like our society would have ended with like robots working fast food stations if the Andrew Yang got into office. I really? Feel like he would just. He was definitely pushing eliminate. for workers more. He, I mean, he was, but uh-huh. he was he was also pushing more towards a um, like a monthly universal. Oh, monthly thing. So I mean, and he. Believed, I don't think that can work, bro. No, we really. He believed heavily in a like a virtual system. So basically, he believed heavily in like virtual systems coming into um low need jobs and like change it like factories and just like ai places. fixing shit <laughs> so or fuck like, it let's just let them the job fixing mm. damn bro to make it more skill-based i mean to be honest there's gonna be some there's gonna be some part of like some percentage of society that just like it's already fuck, what are bro. we gonna do with yeah, them there's two there's ten i mean Dude, genuinely, think about it. We go to high school. We go to, like, uh, middle school, elementary school. Who are the people that we go to school with that we barely get to see? Just teachers, I guess. No, they, no. they get there before us. They leave a little before us or a little after us. Mm-hmm. They always walk in lines. They have, like, separate teachers, two teachers to a room. Oh, the mentally disabled? Yeah. And that, that makes up 10 to 20% of the American population. And she like, people, bro, what the fuck? These people can work on their own, mm-hmm. but they need the time. And if everything is being automated to where, like, you're skill-based, but you have to have some type of self-management, it could be very hard for a lot of people. Right. See, like, I, I don't have a really a big answer towards that. At the same time, it's like, all right, I mean, I don't think society should halt. Yeah, but we, I mean, I mean that's just how technology is. I feel like it's it's disgustingly expensive how much it costs to even maintain yourself as someone who is disabled. There was like this lady who was getting she was getting paid a little more than her insurance on her new job, mm-hmm. and she was working from home. It was a perfect job for her, but she mm-hmm. had to quit because her insurance cut out. Like imagine that. you get a job and you're like, okay, now I have this other thing figured out where I'm able to make money on my own. I'm disabled. Not there's no one here to take care of me. I I rely on insurance basically. Right. And as soon as that insurance sees that you're getting paid, they cut it off. Or like, let's say you pay insurance for a whole fucking year and don't pay it for a month, they cut it off. That means what happened to all the money you just gave them? <laughs> Where the fuck did that go? I feel like insurance companies. That's how they they that's how they fucking um survive is just by you being a pig to them. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, let's just say this, they have like 100 people to to pay their insurance. It's like I feel like they only can afford to help out one, but if all of them Honestly, fuck they up, have so many then it's so like many, we don't have the money. <laughs> and, and this money goes to this person. We do, yeah. and we're doing this special at this time. It, there's a bunch of crazy shit that's like really just aiming for the overhead and like almost a majority percentage of what they make goes to their employees anyway so what would look really good in these insurance places is for it to become completely virtual and it's basically i feel like that's how it's starting to get like with root insurance and all that shit like i mean they gotta track you tesla has their own insurance too don't they like they they know how to um um properly charge charge because they at the same time it's like fuck they're gonna know everywhere where i go you know what i'm saying so it's just like ah. 
I don't really like that either. But at the same time, insurance companies will find bullshit fucking ways that you go to college. If you don't go to college, and we're going to fucking yeah. charge you more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you know someone that has this insurance? Like, how did I <laughs> down my insurance $400? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. I got to get a fucking new insurance, bro, for my truck, dude. Shit. And insurance is very expensive. Yeah, because, I mean, they don't... They take you on as a liability. And that's why I think if the option, the public option, was available, and we're mm-hmm. like, hey, I have this simple issue that was completely fixable if I were just able to get the parts. Right. And you could just go to this place and be like, okay, here's a money pool. You you put in $20, and then four people put in $20 for you to be able to get this part. Right. And you've already made your contribution back, and now you're helping out somebody else. But paying, like, 70% or 30% less because that's what you have right now. Mm-hmm. That would be a pretty hard strategy. But, I mean, that's the thing where, like, you will have to know what needs fixing. <laughs> And that's the only way that you can get that is by having something virtual that like reads your car, reads your accidents, reads like car Carfax. That shit becomes completely virtual in your in your car, and you can just like scan your car and see what's up. Mm-hmm. I think they have already that with the Carvin thing. Yeah, they have this like searches. thing you can like plug into your car too. Yeah, I like. I mean, it's good. I mean, at the same time, like these insurance companies, I don't think they have anybody. Um, pretty creative to create any stuff because, no, because their system progressive works. and geico have been doing the same fucking yeah. shit they don't really have a face yeah. they've only made it like the gecko or the, the that, flow yeah flow like what the fuck like these these insurance companies really don't have a fucking face like um there isn't really anybody creative doing anything different with these insurance companies you only yeah, see those but, smaller fucking companies like mm-hmm. Tesla. They've never done insurance in their entire life. But I'm like, uh, let's just fucking push towards this. And now they kind of know there, there really isn't. I feel like anybody can get into insurance, you know? Yeah, actually, there's, there's, there's a thing called FFL. Um, I get text messages from them like almost every day, like telling me to take the test. But these guys make like $100,000 a month. What the fuck? Selling life insurance. Oh gosh! I mean, so it's like it's. I don't know, man. It, it, feels, <laughs> it feels like it's a it's a way of life where people are like, "Yo, you need insurance," but what you're really investing in is not the idea that you're going to be sick and that specific sickness is going to be um, cured or treated correctly right what you're investing in is the fact that you are able to get sick so now they were right you're really just paying them for anything that happens to you so they could charge whatever the fuck they want it's not like you're paying this oh yeah i have a record of um heart disease your insurance goes up Ooh, yeah your shit. <laughs> there's, there's no like oh yeah now we recommend these doctors or we're gonna send you meal plans uh they don't. No. They don't send none you're, of that. You're just like, uh, a month, and they're just gonna let you potentially die, <laughs> and just hold all that money. <laughs> so it's basically like a dude that stands next to you, right, and holds your money in his pocket, just until you need it, and then he's gonna beat around the bush when you actually ask him for anything. Oh yeah. 
Damn, they really just dealing with lives at these life insurance companies. Like, what? Bro, my, my mom got into a car accident, right? Right. Car hit her from behind and made her car go in the air. It, like, gave her, like, some back pain. Right. Homie at State Farm. Her lawyer was like, yo, we're going to get you, like, $35,000. That's what we're aiming for, basically. To this day, this this car accident happened like early last year. Mm-hmm. To this day, she hasn't been paid. Damn, she hasn't even looked. They actually looked tried into to come shit? at her and say that she was a person who would stage accidents. She looks like a person. No. Oh. They they basically were saying like it looks like you do this kind of thing on purpose because she had two car accidents in the span of two years. Oh my god! How the god. fuck do you make someone hit you? When it's all recorded, someone saw it, everything. Right. And the car accident before that involved like five cars and that she didn't start. So it's like, how could you even come to that conclusion or even type that email to say that to someone? So it's literally someone with pride being like, how can we pay the least amount of money right. to this person who has a market cap of, or well, not a market cap, but basically an insurance cap of this am- amount? So it's like, okay. If we don't want to increase their rates and if they can't afford to pay us more, why should we help them? Because they're paying you. But, oh, do we have to pay them now? Oh, well, no. You can just beat around the bush for 12 months. At least if they don't have, like, a good lawyer, then you should be okay. You can literally right. just not pay them. Ignore them. Damn, and bro. Let them be that's literally been like... almost more than more than a fucking year. And exactly. she still hasn't fucking been paid. Fuck. And there could be, like, there could be a code somewhere saying, like, if they haven't paid you this amount, they have to pay you double now. Yeah, but, I'm pretty sure there should be. Like, dude, she got to get her money, man. Yeah, I mean, if we... Is she still trying? This, is she still trying to get that shit? I mean, it's, like, through a firm. You know, like, a law Damn. firm. So, this lady could be contracted to take on a bunch of other cases, too. So, it's, like... Damn. Basically, my point is, in, like, a commune society, bro, you really don't own anything. Not even services. So, like, what's the point of, like, garnering money to invest in the idea of potential drought if we're already plentiful with water and the people who can potentially cause a drought are the only ones we're paying to keep the drought away? <laughs> like, as soon as, as soon as we can't have the water or, like, a cer- certain amount of people can't have the water, they're more willful to cut them off completely than to figure out how to get more water. Because they're okay with how the system is right now. Right. Perfectly okay with it. But they want to be good guys more than they want to be productive. So they'll open up more deals and try to convince people to bring their friends on so that they can get cut (laughs) off. It's like, bro, like that's so slimy. It's not really made for the... the, I mean, it's, it's made for that idea, but the way that they market it it doesn't really allow people to fully trust. Right. There's people who live and die that don't want to go to the hospital because they know how much it's going to cost. Like, there's people who die in their beds that refused to go to the hospital because they knew how much it would cost. They're... It's sad to see because it's like all these stories are extremely real. You can even look at the pictures online of people like being found in their houses, dead and gone. And that being the story, it's just like, wow, what the fuck? Here's someone that could have been helped. 
in our system not only failed them but like essentially killed them yeah imagine it's like a room of medicine and you're afraid of the dark and the, the, the light switch too far in so you just don't go in there and that room could have saved you it's like super grim feel i mean there really isn't a certain way i mean fuck i don't know i I thought about that too like shit things are things are so (laughs) things are so like dental shit dude what the fuck bro it's it's almost as if each one of these things like has a personality and it feels entitled to your dollar or you should like save up for shit that happens on accident like oh my kid broke a pinky $95 $95 for a cast and hang. You don't have insurance, sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, the way you described it sounded like he's having a stroke, so that's why it costs so much. You, you could just went to urgent care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. How much did I pay? Urgent I paid care. almost like 500 bucks because, I mean, I went to a little clinic and um, uh, all they did was just check my ear. They said that it had a little bit of sand in there. And then you just, like, fucking um, got it out with, like, this uh, kind of gun type thing that's, um, shoots, shoots, water. shoots water. Yeah. Yeah. And then some medicine. And then some medicine. And then it was almost 500 bucks. Bro, I went I to like, the hospital because I thought I was having a stroke. Oh, yeah? Because I had the Bell's palsy thing and uh-huh. my whole, like, left side of my face. Oh, like, so that was, like, in the beginning that you just yeah. figured out? Oh, and my mom said, oh, your speech was slurring, but of course it's going to slur because, like, half my face is shut down, but it was the Bell's palsy. Right. And I walked in there, and they were like, oh, um... Yeah, mind you, I waited for, like, 45 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. I waited for 45 minutes, and they made it sound like I, I reported it as if I was having a stroke. It's like, yo, there was, like, no immediate care at all. Like, I, I came here the emergency way for immediate care and i stood here for like 45 minutes like in that 45 minutes i could have been gone right if it's really a stroke and i mean they checked my vitals and everything but that's what they were chart they were basing the price off of right i reported it as a stroke i didn't report it as a stroke they said the symptoms sounded like a stroke Damn. so they literally basically like let's say they scroll down a list and say like oh it most sounds like this so they like, click that and now i'm getting charged a thousand nine hundred dollars which majority of that money isn't even going to the hospital it's going to the doctor right because he was contracted so they're giving me all to a contracted doctor <laughs> and forcing me for just a a simple diagnosis mm-hmm. to pay almost a whole has used car And then as the months went on, this mm-hmm. price fluctuated. Really? Like the lowest that I got this price was like 600 bucks. Oh, really? Meaning it could have been that price the entire time. Fluctuates? It went up and down. What the fuck? I was getting calls for different numbers, bro. And then they they give it off to a uh, collections agency. Right. So in the end, I didn't really even have to pay it. They, they just paid the dude anyway. <laughs> really? And then, <laughs> then when I got there, they were like, oh, this is not even like a Duluth hospital. This is a Gwinnett hospital. Based in Duluth. What? For Norcross. <laughs> For Norcross? Like, so you're ba- telling me someone has to come Literally, downtown Duluth is like two minutes away, bruh. Which one did you go to? Do you went to the kids, children's or something? Like the one oh, right... The one that's like right up here. Right. The one, uh... 
I mean, the one literally next to your fucking apartments. But yes. You, damn. And they're saying that shit's for Norcross? Bro, they were saying it's for a whole other county, bro. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, they don't know. They don't even know what the fuck they're doing, man. Bro, they know exactly what they're doing. They're getting their best buck, bro. <laughs> you think someone's going to care where they're going when they're having a fucking heart attack? You hop in the goddamn... As soon as you get in the ambulance, it costs 500 bucks. Oh, yeah. Ambulances will definitely bro? fucking charge your ass. They won't even save you. <laughs> well, like, I mean, what's sad about it is that, like, I'm, I bet you they try their best to save so many people, but... It's that idea that, like, yo, if you have a fucking sticker on your on your fucking driver's license they won't save you the whole, like, oh yeah i've heard about that if you're not like if you're like if donor. you say that you're like an organ donor like i mean there's like rumors that it's like oh there's like a maybe a little possibility that maybe they won't try to save you you know yeah 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 and in the beginning like when i first did um when i first did my little permit test it told me and i mean out of a good heart i was like Oh, I mean, I'm just gonna put yeah, I'm an organ donor, and then and then I heard that shit, and I was like, eh, uh, yeah, nah, you know, dude, I heard there's like a whole fucking syndicate of people who come after you if you have like organ donor on your thing. For real? Yeah. When I got my license, it was like super grim because I was getting told that by people. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because they like fucked up my shit, and it said uh, I was a female too. Oh, my oh, it said that license. shit for me, but like some medical shit that I was a female. <laughs> I'm like, bruh. Yeah, dude, dude. I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I didn't put organ donor on my boot on my shit, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I'm probably gonna get a change too, cause I do not like the picture that I have. <laughs> you don't like the picture. Mm-mm. Man. so much shit can it seems like there's not enough like it just seems like there's shit around the corner and behind you and above <laughs> you and you just can't see it right now so you're just like damn it's a whole lot of shit when <laughs> there's really more shit Bruh. and then like it's super existential too cause it's like as soon as you realize it it's already happened to you or to someone you know like, yeah and that's why when you when you really like get into the thick of like understanding what a society is and why certain rhizomes of situations always occur, you realize like majority of it's predicated off of how people react to other shit that they don't know how to control. Right. So here they are mad at someone for saying that there's something else that they don't agree with when quintessentially like they really don't understand why that person is under that like thing. So they they base a personality on that person. And just egotize them that way. When in reality, you guys are working towards the same shit. And you guys are literally fighting each other, beating each other over the heads. Over People something. just don't want to understand. Yeah. Honestly. They don't even want to just talk about it. Oh, shit. It's about to end. Bye, guys.